Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Blues Podcast. I'm Josh and I'm joined by my co-host Alex and we are here to discuss something that we don't normally do or haven't done uh, for the past few weeks, maybe months, is a preview on the podcast. But this is a huge match, which according to Jurgen Klopp won't even happen uh, <laughs> or he's he's unsure that it will. So let's hope that it does uh, no matter what, but we are here to preview Chelsea versus Liverpool happening on Sunday, January 2nd. A happy holidays, happy new year to everyone celebrating as this episode will come out New Year's Day. Welcome to 2022. We're not here yet, but it'll be coming sooner than later. So I don't know. Stay up, get excited. I don't know what else to say, but it already happened for everyone. So that's about it there. Okay, so uh, we can go into a few different things. Josh and I'm here, that's me, and I'm here with my co-host Alex. Once again, Peter is not able to join us on his hiatus of being out for about three episodes now, I want to say. It's pretty exciting stuff, but uh, I'll go to the co-host that is here today. Alex, how are you? I mean, I'm doing all right. It's just been a, it's been a rough couple of days to be a Chelsea fan. We got the Reese James news about his hamstring injury he's now expected to be sidelined for at least two months luckily he doesn't need surgery but still very upsetting and then we have the I don't even know what to say the total breakdown of sharing his complete feelings by Romelu Lukaku in this interview that took place about three weeks ago although it was released uh yesterday it was released yesterday officially on Sky Sports Italia. I don't know. It's I'm like in such in two minds about it because I feel like some of it, I will say some of it has been taken out of context a bit, but still you cannot go into an interview, trash the club. You've just that we just spent a hundred million on you. Talk about how you love Inter Milan. You want to go back. You're de- you love them so much. Tuchel's being annoying because he's not playing you with another striker up front. Uh, Latoura Martinez, he should stay. He shouldn't come to Chelsea because he'll be back at Inter soon. Just disgusting from Lukaku. Like it's come to the point where he's so his his ego is so high, 
that he thinks that he can just talk whenever he wants to talk. I don't think he realizes this team won the Champions League. It's not like he came to this team. Yes, he might be one of the better players on the team. Don't get me wrong. But we won the Champions League. The club deserves respect, and you don't diss the club like that. If he wants to keep saying these things, if he doesn't apologize, if he doesn't come out and retract his comments, then he should go. Or at least clarify what he meant. It's just, it's it's extremely, extremely disrespectful to the club. If you don't want to wear the badge, then you can get the hell out. Now... With Lukaku's uh, quotes and feelings towards the Chelsea club and his feelings of returning to Inter Milan, put also the manager of Chelsea Football Club, who has already been under fire uh, for, first of all, being a whining whining manager, let's just say that, complain, complain, complain. Him and Jurgen Klopp should be best friends. They should have dinner together before this match because they're literally the highest of the high when it comes to complaining about the COVID and how it impacts their club, about cancellations of matches, all of the above. Tuchel and Jurgen Klopp, they love to complain, okay? And we even have more Jurgen Klopp complaining uh, when it comes to the Liverpool COVID cases. Anyway, let's talk about Tuchel because unfortunately, due to Lukaku's comments, it put his manager right now currently of Chelsea Football Club, Thomas Tuchel, in a bad awful, really just not good position heading into this pre-match press conference that he had this morning when we're recording this on Friday. Just watching it, it was about 15 minutes of absolute cringe. Uh, there is nothing. And also for the Tuchel clip, I actually have a, qu- a clip reacting to his, to Lukaku's comments. So after we read Lukaku's comments, we'll have his response on it as well. But he certainly wasn't happy. Yeah, and I mean, Alex... Just the way he was asked about four or five questions, I'm surprised he wouldn't say no more questions and got upset. He was very calm, uh, just saying just a lot of surprises. He said he was really really surprised. I didn't expect Lukaku to to be upset here. He seems fine on the training pitch at Cobham and all all of the above with that, uh, the nature of that. He also talked about, I think, Reese James. He mentioned him in there. And... I'm like trying to think what else he said about Lukaku. You know, reporters were asking him when is, you know, he definitely did admit he said that it should have been handled behind closed doors uh, and it should not have been talked about in public. And then he also said the way he will is try to meet and address the situation with Lukaku privately uh, behind closed doors that way. So he just seemed really surprised. I mean, Alex, whenever you're ready, do you want to play the clip now? You want to read the quotes first that you have lined up? Let's read the let's read the quotes first. So that way people have context in case you're under a rock and haven't seen the quotes yet. Firstly, Lukaku to Sky Sport. Physically, I am fine, but I'm not happy with the situation at Chelsea. Tuchel has chosen to play with another system. I won't give up. I'll be professional. I'm not happy with the situation, but I am a professional and I can't give up now. Is he a professional, Josh, or what? Yeah, he's pretty professional. And I recorded a Twitter video actually yesterday talking about the situation. And Alex, I believe we had on, and I I said in the video, so I think uh, I think I should be right. I, or I don't know if it was the same video. I recorded a few. Simon Johnson of The Athletic covering Chelsea. I think we had him on, right, a, a, about a year ago or so. Yeah. Yes. So yes. He's, a, he's a friend of the show. He's come on the show before. And he actually had a, a little thing about that uh, whole situation when it comes to the uh the Lukaku stating how oh my god I'm trying to find it that's why I'm like starting while I'm talking saying the uh I'm a professional I'm a professional here 
he uh, Simon Johnson responded to this saying, quote, like putting Lukaku's quote of I won't give up, I'll be professional. And Johnson responded, a professional wouldn't give an interview like this after missing half the season through injury and illness. Poor from Lukaku at a time when CFC are struggling and neither record by to show leadership yet. Uh, fuel to the flames. Not sure timing of the interview is much of a defense. His comments were never going to help Tuchel, were they? As and as other have as others have mentioned, yes, the interview took place three weeks ago. I fully expect Tuchel to be cool, calm, and collected when he talks about it in his presser tomorrow, like he always is. If Lukaku is picked versus um, Liverpool, his best response will be to play like he has done in the last two games. And funny enough, Johnson was completely right. This, that tweet was before, obviously, his press conference yesterday. And Tuchel was calm, cool, collected. He was all good uh, into you know the press conference today. Alex, you got more quotes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take over. Yeah, no problem. I'm not going to read all of them because there's tons of quotes. It was a whole interview, and we don't need to hear him gush about Inter Milan the whole time. But I'll just do a little bit. I think everything that happened last summer was not supposed to happen like this. How I left Inter, Inter the way I left the club, and how I communicated with the Inter fans. This bothers me because it was not right. I would love, I have Inter in my heart. I know I will return to Inter. I am so in love with Italy. This is the moment to talk and let people know what really happened. And obviously, Inter fans aren't uh, super happy about all these comments either because they put up a banner outside the San Siro, their stadium, uh, after the comments saying, it doesn't matter who runs away in the rain. It counts who stays in the storm by Romelu, which is just it that it, it's like it's like gut punch right there because obviously Lukaku didn't want to stay for less money, hence why he came to Chelsea. Uh, you know, he could have stayed, he could have taken a big pay cut, which I don't blame him for leaving, right? You don't want to get paid nothing. But still, pretty pretty uh uh pretty harsh words from the Inter fans as well. So I kind of found that funny uh, when that happened as uh, as well. But we we got so much. I mean, there's so many quotes here. Uh, here, I got another one. Tuchel and I are trying to find a tactical system where we can find each other, a way to help the team because the situation is a bit complicated. He made his choice. I keep working. At a certain point, I'll speak with Tuchel and we, can, and we will see the situation. I mean, Tuchel said the same. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, and here, I, there's so many. It's just so exciting. It, well, it's not exciting. It's devastating. It's just like, right, let's, let's do one more. Let's do one more. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, here. Last summer, I went to talk to the Inter board and asked for my new contract. I said, I'm 28. I wanted to plan my life in Italy with a new deal, but Inter said no. Maybe there was, wasn't the economic possibility. It was difficult for me to accept. And then he goes on to diss Chelsea in the next uh, paragraph here. There are three teams at top level, Barcelona, Real, Real Madrid, and Bayern. All the players dream of them. That's the truth. I thought I was going to uh, going to one of those clubs after Inter. That didn't happen. And I said, there's only one club where I can imagine myself. It's Chelsea. So Chelsea was his like, oh, I guess if I have to, I'll go to Chelsea. It was his fifth choice is what he's saying. It, I I just... I, I don't even know what to say. It's just, it's, it's, it's really upsetting. And I hope Tuchel doesn't start him because he deserves, he does not deserve to play right now. He do, he needs to come out, address the comments. I get it. He, he gives us the best chance to win. I totally understand that. 
but you don't, you, you know, this just allows other people to disrespect the club. You cannot dis, uh, disrespect the club. And I'm sure Roman Abramovich is on the phone right now with Thomas Tuchel, or he has been already saying, you can't start him after what he said. Okay, so with that now, do you want to play the clip of manager Thomas Tuchel responding? To- yes. So now we got uh, Thomas Tuchel's reaction to this, uh, his little spiel on what he thinks about the whole situation. Yeah, we don't like it, of course, because uh, it brings it brings noise that we don't need and is not helpful. But uh, on the other side, we don't make want to make more out of it than it actually is. You know, you know very well how it is. It's uh, very easy to take lines out of context. It's very easy to to shorten lines, make headlines, and then later realize that it's not so bad and maybe not what he meant. Um, but let's be honest also with it. We don't like it. I don't like it, like I said, because it's noise that we don't need. Uh, we need a calm environment and focus, and this does not help. And obviously, uh, Tuchel, that was just a little sum of it. Like I said, it was 15 minutes of four or five questions repeatedly, basically asking around the same thing, going around you know, asking the main question, but it was there. So like, it was the same question just asked from four different angles of four different reporters. And there were, he was, you know, one of the questions that was actually kind of interesting was like, how is the club going to be affected by this? And he said, I mean, it's like kind of the same as always. You got to keep going. And I was like something of that nature. I don't know the exact specifics. So with that, I think it, 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 it is time to move on. And we got the, you know, this is Liverpool preview. So then we should tor- turn towards that a little bit. But kind of speaking of Chelsea's future, we have, I mean, you have something here about Alex with Timo Werner and things of that nature. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll read those. That This is just a quote I saw on Twitter, uh, a piece I saw on Twitter. And it, it was kind of telling just to kind of wrap up the whole Lukaku situation before we move on. Timo Werner blamed himself for Lampard sacking. Kai Havertz never complained about playing central midfield under Lampard. Christian Pulisic gives his all playing right wing back. These are professionals that won the Champions League, not Romelu. What I wanted to go to now regarding Chelsea's future is Billy Gilmore and uh, you know how he plays a role in it. Peter would, if he was here, he would love to talk about this, but he's not, so we move. Fabrizio Romano, uh, the main man here, here we go. Let's read his quote and talk about his tweet regarding Billy Gilmore. Thomas Sukol was asked about that in the press conference saying, uh, you know, Thomas, I know you're having some problems when it comes to the wing back position. Also, you have this uh, center midfielder, if you didn't know, Billy Gilmore. He can come back on loan, but he had a rough game. I think his past game was bad and he was booed by fans. So what's your thought process on him coming back in January? Tuchel said, I've not thought about it yet. Maybe we need to do it right after Liverpool. We haven't discussed yet. And then he said, the season, unfortunately, is over for Ben Chilwell, which we, we knew that already, basically. That's interesting stuff regarding Billy Gilmore. Uh, maybe bringing him back to Chelsea would help him out. I just don't know where, because we still don't really have openings at the midfield position. We need wing backs, not yeah, center midfielders. Yeah, we have no openings right at like center mid. That's not something we're worried about. It's recalling Emerson Palmieri from loan, uh, then getting Billy Gilmore. If Billy Gilmore comes back first from loan, then before Emerson Palmieri, there's a real problem there. And Alex, I was seeing this thing on ESPN SC as we both love their like extra time segment, one of the questions that was asked to all the, the, the hosts on the show, is there a chance Thomas Tuchel is sacked 
before the end of the Premier League season. Do you have any answer on that? I mean, based... No, no, and no. Just wanted to make sure we're on the same page there. So let's go into the who's healthy, who's not. Havertz, Silva, and Werner all return to training. We'll see if we have them in our lineups. And then also, like we said, uh, the, the cry... I don't want to say the cry, but it's a little harsh. But the complainers of Thomas Tuchel and Jurgen Klopp, yeah, we talked about one half of those already. The second half, Jurgen Klopp, Liverpool's Jurgen Klopp is unsure with the Chelsea clash. We'll go ahead as three players test positive for COVID. Uh, are all of those three on Liverpool? I assume so. But I don't know for sure. All three on are Liverpool? They? Yes, okay, they're all on Liverpool. Makes sense then. Are you ready to go into your lineup? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Um, yeah. All right, so in goal, I've got Mendy. Uh, and back three, I've got Chalaba, Silva, and Rudiger. And we do have the news that uh, Havertz, Silva, and Werner are all back in training. And I think Silva comes right back because we need him desperately uh, to sure up that Yeah, if you line. were paying attention, Alex, I already mentioned that those three were back in training, but I'm glad you're reiterating it. That's No, I was reiterating it to like reiterate it in my lineup because then people are like, Silva, oh my God. Definitely. Didn't you just... Did you, why, why, but he just got back. I'm like, yeah, I'm explaining it in my, it's like I knew, so people know I know. Well, you knew if you, cause like you were here. Yeah, I know. Okay. Okay. I don't have Silva because he just came back to training. Although he. See, see, that's exactly what people would say. Okay. That's why. Right. And I don't have Silva because he just came back from training and to training and the game is in two days. So yeah, I have Asby, Chalaba, Rudiger. In my back three, I forget if we were talking about it on a video or an episode where we were, I was imagining, I think it was an episode, the Chelsea, if, if we were to, um, if we were to sign a wing back, if it was Bidinia, whatever, I was reimagining the right wing back position with Reese James out right now. And I was like, okay, we could put Asby in the back three and Hudson Adoy right wing back. And then Alex had a whole comment on it and i explained to him that i had asby in the back line he he just wasn't understanding i was just moving too fast for my formations were just going so well that that's just how how it was okay mending net as each rudiger my back three to go to the midfield hudson adoy on my right on my left the speedy marcus alonso i say that sarcastically and then Jorginho conte in my midfield i can't imagine we have something different that, well no you probably have asby in your midfield right besides that the same I'm going radical. You ready for this? The Tuchel Tinkerer is going crazy. Because I know with these types of games what he likes to do. And this is what I think he's going to do. Mind you, this is against Liverpool, I think, though. I it's get not it. Burnley. It. But this he he's done this in big games okay. before. Especially teams that are good going forward. Aspi, right wing back. I agree with you. Have a little bit more defensive structure there. Left wing back. I'm going Christian Pulisic. I don't think he goes with Alonso. And then I'm going three in the center of midfield because we were losing the midfield battle against Brighton. We need to pack it in. Jorginho, Conte, Kovacic, all in the midfield. Bang, bang. And that's what I'm going to go. So it's kind of more of a 3-5-2 instead of a 3-4-2-1. So that, we, then, with that, you, you just have to assume that Tuchel's going for a draw. I mean... <laughs> no, it's not necessarily that. It's just he's playing You have two safe. men up front. And then, I agree. Well, here's the thing. If he goes with Lukaku, I think he's going to play Lukaku and Werner up front because that's what Lukaku clearly wanted based on some of his statements. He wants to play with another striker up front. But if he doesn't play, which I don't think he will, I think they're going to go 
Mount and Werner. That that's what I'm thinking. Possibly Ziek, but I think Mount and Werner gives us the best chance on the counter. So yeah, that that Mount kind of playing in like a more false nine, and then Werner kind of a bit ahead of him. So we're very we're very sitting back, kind of in this yeah. formation. But you do have Christian Pulisic on the left wing back, right? So he kind of pushes up at certain points, makes it a four at the back, with three kind of makes it a four three three. If you kind of want to change system, I know I'm like a Tuchel. I'm a I'm a wannabe Tuchel right here. Okay, I get it. I understand. I'm thinking about all the tactical implications. That's my lineup. And for score prediction, I'm going to go, hmm, I'm going to go, well, with this lineup, I'm going to go nil-nil. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, I thought we're not aiming for a draw, Alex. Nil-nil. <laughs> no, no. So what I have is the normal 3-4-3 three, three, and the three up front. <laughs> I do have Lukaku in there. Uh, we'll see what Tuchel does playing him or not, but I do have Lukaku up front. And then I think Mount's a definite. I think he'll start wh- whoever is with him. Now, I was debating, we saw that Havertz is back. So I was like, okay, do I put Havertz up there? He's back in training. Do I put Ziyech in there? Do I put Pulisic in there? Because I don't have him at my left wing back spot. Um, And I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. But I think Ziyech will play. And the reason I think Ziyech will play is because Tuchel is going to want space to roam. For Chelsea players. And I think by having Ziyech really cover that right side, Mount really having that left side, and Lukaku right up front in the middle there, I think might give Chelsea the way to score a goal. With the spacing, if you have Ziyech going up the right side of the pitch, crosses it in, Lukaku gets a nice header. Am I doing a goal prediction? Am I turning into you and Peter? Am I, did I... And you're and you're predicting a Lukaku goal when the guy might not did even I just start. do that? I guess I just did that. Okay. You just did it. You're you're stuck. All right. In it there's now. nothing I could do. So that means Chelsea already has a goal on the board, and then I'm gonna say that Liverpool has two goals on the board. I'm gonna go with a Liverpool two-one victory. Alex, I hope you keep in that long, very long pause uh, and don't edit that out because you know I had it. I had the the anticipation. I had it there. Anyway, 2-1 Liverpool. I know it's unfortunate. Alex can yell and laugh at me like he is right now through the screen that I see him in about my score prediction. So you know what? It's fine. But I do have my Chelsea goal prediction. A Ziyech cross into Lukaku. And mind you, because I predicted that, both of those players will not be in the starting 11 on Sunday. And I will almost guarantee it. I'm going to guarantee it so much that I'm putting in the Google... I have another question for you. In the goal, when Lukaku scores, does he kiss the Chelsea badge or no? I can tell you that right now. It'll, it'll be a no, unless unless he's trying to regain the fans. Yeah, I think, but like, what he might be trying to regain it, so I think he might. And do the fans boo him? Again, another thing you got to think about. So many things to think about, Josh. This is why the goal prediction—it's like a whole. Yeah, big well, thing. you don't go that far, but I put it in the doc, so now I can. Make fun of myself when both of those players don't even start. Anyway, we thank you so much for listening. Again, the game, Sunday, January 2nd. It's 11.30 a.m. here EST where we are. And then that's going to be 4.30 p.m. in England. Again, happy holidays. Happy New Year to everyone listening. And um, go follow us on Twitter, especially at, at Talking Blues Pod. TikTok as well. Same username at Talking Blues Pod. I'm on Twitter at Josh Shola 29 Alex on Twitter at Anorian23. 
And you could subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to the podcast. To find all those links where you can listen, you go to shipitstudios.com slash talkingblues. That is, in fact, shipitstudios.com slash talkingblues. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next time for our Chelsea versus Liverpool recap. Happy New Year. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.